0: This is Pastor Walt from Impact Church in Lake Wells, Florida, and uh, this is the fifth podcast in a series of ten uh, entitled, To Be Concluded, where we're uh, looking at scripture and asking questions. Uh, should we be concerned about what the Bible says regarding end times? Um, is what the book of Revelation uh, does, what it have to say, is, is it relevant to me? For those of us who uh, have our hope in Christ, this is a pretty great study. So I pray that you are blessed as you listen in. So as we continue our 10-part series entitled To Be Concluded, this is um, podcast number five. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. In the uh, in the third of the the series, the podcast series, I had mentioned I highlighted eight uh, points of study, eight things that we need to to know in the in the process of our look at Revelation. And uh, if you may recall, I had said that you need to know that after the rapture, followers of Jesus will enjoy a seven year celebration in paradise. At this celebration. Jesus' followers will receive rewards for the good that they have done on earth. Not only is this going to be a time of receiving rewards, but it will also be a time of celebrating their place in paradise. This celebration is known as the marriage supper of the Lamb. At this celebration, God's people are not going to be in fragile, broken, sick bodies. We will be in paradise as our new glorified forever selves. Now, this this will be a spectacular time for those uh, who live for Jesus. Let me, let me ask you a question. Have you ever received an invitation to a party, uh, an invitation to an event? You just got really excited. Have you ever planned a vacation, uh, a real special trip? You look forward to uh, something that you anticipated for weeks or months? Uh, is there Has there ever been something in your life that caused you to just count the days until it happened? Uh, that's the kind of excitement that you could have regarding your life and the rapture of the church, provided, of course, that you are a follower of Jesus. Have you ever been called into a meeting that you absolutely loathed to go, that you hated to go? You, you were called to a meeting and you just did not want to go. (laughs) Have you ever had a a critical time in your life where, where misery lingered and there was just no possible end in sight? Has there ever been something in your life that caused you to dread getting up in the morning? You just dread surviving another day. That's what people can expect if they miss the rapture. Life on this earth will be much, much worse than just being miserable. So this podcast and um, the next are going to focus on the seven years following the rapture. Right now, we're gonna talk about what happens when believers, when followers of Jesus are summoned into Christ's presence. Uh, we talked about the rapture, the shout, the trumpet sound, and uh, those of us who live for Christ now will be—we're we'll, going to be in His presence, uh, and it's pretty exciting. We're going to be in our new glorified, uh, forever bodies. It's, uh, but anyway, the, uh, we're going to talk about the marriage supper of the Lamb right now. But in the next podcast, uh, we're going to talk about uh, what's going to happen on Earth during the the worst possible time to be on Earth. That particular talk is not gonna be much fun, but we do need to talk about it. So for now, let's turn our attention to the two specific events that are going to happen that Christians will have to look forward to with great anticipation. And these two things are called the Judgment Seat of Christ, or the Bema Seat of Christ, and the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. These things happen simultaneously Uh, right after the rapture, um, that we have the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. And we see in Revelation chapter 22, verse 12, in the New Living Translation, it says, Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. Um, when Jesus comes for us by his own testimony, he is bringing sweet reward. When we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we can, we read more about our reward and our transformed forever selves. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Again, in the New Living Translation, it reads, For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is, when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing, for we will put on heavenly bodies We will not be spirits without bodies. While we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh, but it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God himself has prepared us for this. And as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the Lord. So, whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. So, let me, let me ask you, what does it mean that we will receive what we deserve? When the scripture says we're going to receive what we deserve, what, what does that mean to you? What, what does that mean? Another translation, the, the New International Version of uh, verse 10 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says it this way. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. So while while we are alive in this world with our current bodies, we have opportunity to complete good works for God. And I, I recommend you do just that because our reward in heaven is going to be proportionate to our work on earth. What we do here on earth determines what rewards we receive in heaven. However, now the flip side of that same coin is also true. Christians who do not complete good works in this life will suffer loss. They will not have any rewards in heaven. They they will go to heaven because they trusted Jesus for salvation. If they did not do any good works here, they're not going to receive rewards over there. So here's how the Bible says it in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 15. Again, in the New Living Translation, uh, Paul the Apostle here is writing these words when he says, because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now, others are building on it. Now, understand that, that that Paul has laid this foundation, and you and I, if if we are followers of Christ, we are laying, we are building upon that foundation. So, continuing, it says, "...but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ." Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. As as you and I are alive in this world and we are followers of Jesus, we must be about God the Father's business. Yes, you If you have Jesus in your heart, you're going to heaven. But if you want rewards to be waiting for you there, you need to be working now with things that will last, things that will pass the test of fire. Paul calls them gold, silver, and jewels. When you get to heaven, you do not want to find out that what you've been working with has been wood, hay, or straw. When you and I find ourselves suddenly transformed and standing before Jesus, we will have our works with us. Our works will be tried by fire to see what they are made of. It will be a glorious time to discover how much gold, silver, and jewels that you brought with you. Just make sure that what you are doing now will provide for your rewards later. So before we go on, let's talk about that moment when the followers of Jesus are suddenly transformed. The Bible talks about it like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment in the blink of an eye when the last trumpet is blown For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to life forever, and we who are living will also be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies. Then, when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, the scripture will be fulfilled Death is swallowed up in victory. For those who are ready to be with Jesus, the transformation will happen suddenly at at the blink of an eye. We do not know when it will happen, but we do know that it will. Okay, so let's say that you're, you're listening to this podcast and you're a follower of Christ. Let's say that you are a born again Christian. Let's say that you've received an invitation signed by Jesus himself. Let's say that in a moment, in the blink of an eye, you are gloriously transformed into your new forever self. Let's say that on this invitation that you have received from Jesus, let's say that this invitation has two parts. The first part of the invitation was for you to be present at a reward ceremony where your works were tested and you would receive your rewards, which will be with you for all eternity. As you look again at your invitation, you examine the second part. You notice that you are part of the church, which means you are part of the bride, the bride who made herself ready. She is ready because of the good deeds that were done. She is adorned in the finest white linen. She is to be united with Jesus at the marriage supper of the Lamb. We see this in Revelation chapter 19 in the New Living Translation where it reads, then I heard again what sounded like the shout of a vast crowd or the roar of mighty ocean waves, or the crash of loud thunder. Praise the Lord, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice, and let us give honor to Him. For the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb, and His bride has prepared herself. She has been given the finest of pure white linen to wear, for the fine linen represents the good deeds of God's holy people. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of a lamb. And he added, these are true words that come from God. So again, look at that invitation that you've received from Jesus, a two-part invitation. You look at it again, you, you see it in your hand and you begin to realize how truly blessed you are. The true words that came from God declared, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of a lamb. You realize that you are one of the blessed ones. You're a follower of Christ. You're a believer in Jesus. You're you're doing good works on this earth right now in the name of Jesus. You're laying up treasure in heaven. When it comes time, for you and me to stand before the judgment seat of Jesus. It's not so we can be punished for things. It's so that we can receive rewards for the good things we've done. If we're not doing good deeds, we're going to suffer loss because we're not going to have any rewards with us. But the judgment seat of Christ is not an event to be feared. It is an event to be welcomed and to look forward to. Because right now, if you are a wise builder upon that foundation, if you're a good worker, a good laborer, then you are storing up gold and silver and precious jewels. I encourage you to to look forward to that shout and that trumpet sound. We can look forward to that instantaneous moment when we put upon our, our new glorified forever self. We look forward to it because When we stand before the judgment seat of Jesus and we have with us our works and they are tried by fire, we're going to realize in our new glorified forever self that we have eternal reward. It is absolutely something to look forward to. It's to live for right now. So the marriage supper of the Lamb, the the judgment seat of Jesus, Jesus, It is a glorious time for the child of God. I look forward to being there with you.